Today we celebrate the memorial of Saint Monica, the famous mother of the, of the famous Saint Augustine. And she was famous for a particular scene that Saint Augustine recounts in his confessions where she's crying over Augustine by the fact that you know, he's wandering so far away from God in his lifestyle and in his choices in life and whatnot. And so she's crying and then, you know, she's talking to a particular bishop about uh, Augustine and she's distraught over his soul, state of his soul and the, and the bishop says, Oh woman, go your way. Uh, the son, a son of such tears cannot be lost. It's kind of like this sort of famous moment. And so Monica is like, she's known for the, the crying mother. <laughs> and so that's why in our opening prayer we have uh, this whole reference to her, her tears and her interceding on behalf of Augustine. And then it ends by talking about how we should weep over our own sins and ask God for the grace of conversion. Uh, so it's a nice way of putting everything together here for today's liturgy. In our scriptures, we see the importance of always keeping our mind fixed on the end, the end goal of human history and God's plan and his purpose for creation. And God's plan and purpose for creation is that his kingdom would fully come and that his presence and his will and his glory would pervade the entire universe. And that's what the scriptures refer to as the new heavens and the new earth. That's the goal. That's the aim of everything that uh, God created the world for. And included, of course, in that whole new universe is a, a group of glorified saints who are uh, in communion with the Blessed Trinity. That's really that's the whole purpose for creation. So we need to always keep our minds focused on that. St. Paul is telling us that in our passage from Corinthians. It's talking about the waiting for the revelation of Jesus Christ and keeping our minds fixed on all of that. And uh, how, how do we keep our minds on that? So that's a kind of a question that I would pose today in my homily, and I would bring us to St. Monica for the answer. So how do we keep awake? How do we keep our minds always focused on the end? I think uh, one one of the answers to that question can be found uh, simply in what St. Paul begins his letter to the Corinthians with. He talks about the Corinthians as those who are called to be saints. Okay, It's a really neat passage, and it shows up maybe three times or something like that in Paul's epistles. He'll, he'll refer to the people that he's writing to as those who are called to be saints. And uh, my reflection today really boils down to the fact that I say, yes, it's important to, as we say in our opening prayer, to be mindful of our sins, to maybe even ask the Lord for the gift of tears for our own sins um, so that we can have that deep spirit of repentance. But beyond that and above that, to always remember that we are called to more than just the forgiveness of sins. Forgiveness of sins is absolutely essential. Okay, But the Lord had in mind when he created us not just people who would be forgiven, he had in mind holy people, people who weren't just absent of some negative thing, sin, but who had the presence of something positive and good. That is virtue, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, Okay, spiritual maturity. And so we come to understand it's not just about uh, forgiveness of sins, but it's also about growth in holiness. And uh, Jesus begins his Sermon on the Mount 
with an image of holy people. When he goes over the Beatitudes, blessed are the poor in spirit, there's the kingdom of heaven, blessed are those who mourn, blessed are those who are meek, so forth and so on. It's an image of saints that he's portraying to us. And he's saying it's these people that my new heavens and new earth and my glorified creation will be inhabited by. Okay, Yes, the forgiven. Yes, the redeemed. But beyond those who are absent something negative, it's those who have the presence of God's grace and his virtues and his gifts. It's very, very important. I think Monica... Uh, as well as Augustine, but Monica is, a, is an amazing um, example for us in this regard. So it's about growth. If we don't want to fall back and become forgetful of what this is all about and forgetful of what the whole point of creation is about, then we need to be moving forward. And that's a really key principle of the spiritual life. If you don't want to fall back or become stagnant, you need to move forward. So there's growth involved in our baptismal vocation. There's change and growth involved in what it is to be a Christian. We can never forget that. Uh, so often I think we, when we forget that, when people in general in society, you can see this, when we forget about the importance to be changing ourselves in a positive direction, growing we begin to uh, become very earthly-minded and we get mad about what's going on here and now. And we begin to start to talk about and think about how everybody else has got to change. <laughs> I wish that person would stop doing this. And they got to do it. Okay, we, get, we totally lose our focus on things eternal and how we need to change and we need to grow and so as to get closer to that final goal. And that beautiful vocation that God has given to us. And we get tangled up with the here and the now. I wish things were different. I think I want everybody else to change around me and everything else to change. But I forget to worry about me changing me and growing and becoming. So Monica was, was a, a, a wonderful woman because she had a lot of hardship in her life. Uh, not only was she just distraught over the, the her son's course of life, but she was really, in a lot of ways, very kind of an oppressed person. Uh, she was living in a time period where the, the husbands and the heads of the houses had this total authority where in, in the Roman law, probably all, all, way, all the way into the 4th century when uh, Monica lived, the father of the family had absolute authority uh, over the family. He could actually, I don't think it was exercised ever, but... Uh, hypothetically, on the books, on the law books of Rome, the father could put to death members of his household if he thought that they were, you know, going a different way than he wanted. She was she was very very uh, oppressed. And in the book, in the Confessions, Saint Augustine's Confessions, that some of that is really kind of it comes out, and you see how she was really laboring under some very severe oppressive uh, structures and uh, in her personal life and society, so forth and so on. And her consolation uh, and her hope was prayer and her own personal spiritual growth. And that's what enabled her to become heavenly-minded and focused on eternity and not get so depressed and down about the negative things going around 
uh, in her life. So my brothers and sisters, if we want to keep our eyes focused on the big picture, if we want to not stagnate or fall back, we need to grow, we need to change, we need to move forward. Uh, St. Monica is a great example of that for us. And so through her prayers today, uh, let's ask for that, that grace from the Lord.